0: found this um, Twitter thread, actually, regarding it's a DAO called Ape DAO, and they were started by this prominent um, NFT collector named Kylo Ren, who took a bunch of uh, bored apes from his personal collection and basically started a big DAO that is, um, their goal was to be the single biggest holder of uh, Bay Area Yacht Club apes and to collect as many of them as they could. Uh, they currently have 81 Apes and 81 Mutant Apes, which is a derivative of the original collection. Uh, they also have a bunch of other um, blue chip, um, Ethereum, NFTs. Um, they have a uh, CryptoPunk and a bunch of other stuff. But basically, they have all these assets. They made a coin to try to reflect the um, price of these assets. And at the moment, the coin is trading at a deep discount to what the value of the assets are. Uh, one of the reasons for this is because the Bay Area Yacht Club um, ETH floor has gone up from 20 ETH uh, per item to over 100 ETH, so that's a 5x increase in price. And during that same time, the price of coin of the aped Coin dropped from $10 to $8, so the Ape Coin hasn't really um, tracked the actual overall value of the um, treasury. So what the um, Group. They first tried to vote on a uh, marketing proposal to try to increase the value of the treasury, increase to do other stuff with the coin to, you know, get people in and involved. Um, that did not pass. So now they're actually doing a vote to liquidate all assets. Uh, currently, if they were to sell everything at floor price, which would be the minimum price right now listed, uh, they would be making about 16 bucks per um coin and the current coin price is about well at the time that this started it was about eight dollars right now it's up to twelve dollars so there's still a you know four dollar to five dollar gap in between what the floor price would be and what the current coin price would be so if this vote were to go through everybody that owned the coin would instantly be receiving a chunk of change that is greater than what their current coin value is so basically they're looking to liquidate the entire. Treasury and then receive the money, and you know each person would get a lump sum um, equal to however many or you know equivalent to the coins that they gave away. So mm-hmm. I think this is really—it's kind of—it's almost like a corporate uh, raider takeover type thing, where you're getting people coming in from the outside, realizing assets are worth more than the actual company itself, and then dissolving the company, taking the assets, and moving on to another project. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's so they've just been unable to realize a liquidation value in their share price. I mean, they they must have had some just really unfixable development issues um, that weren't they trying to get. Didn't they try to get a proposal in to get rid of the volunteer model of development and get some actual paid like employees and like some paid developers that could like really be professionals and, and maybe realize the real value here.
0: Yeah. And that was, they tried that proposal. They wanted to put, it looks like between 350 to 500 K annually in, which is a low amount for how much money their DAO has. And that was voted down. So the community did not (laughs) want to spend any money on professional development apparently. Yeah, um, and you gotta love a dow.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, and you're, yeah. Right. I mean, that's 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 what the community wants, which is weird because, I mean, if you're faced with this perpetual problem that you're just not getting the value that you should be, um, and the community doesn't want to do anything about it, then. I mean, your points well received about the corporate raider. But if I'm an existing shareholder, I'm like, well, there's no recourse here. Like, fine, if this if we can't fix it, then sell it for parts because yeah. I'm not owning this thing just to have a good time. Like, there's 50% of my value I'm not getting because apparently nobody wants to to do anything about this.
0: Exactly. So it's a matter they want the coin to go up, but they don't want to spend money on it. So
1: I yeah. think at this point
0: now, they want to dissolve it and. The thing is, though, that sure, board Ape is probably the most liquid of NFTs out there. Um, I'm looking at recent sales. It looks like there's, you know, 20 or 30 sold every day almost. Mm -hmm. But also, ETH is a public chain. So everybody's going to know exactly which items these are if they do a little bit of research. And they're going to know that these items need to be sold by this DAO. So what's, what's the motivation to buy it for anything more than floor price or even to you know, throw low ball offers at them. So that's the only thing is how much money are yeah. they really going to get out of all these sales, especially if they try to bulk sell them all at once.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I don't know if there's conditions on this liquidation order um, because th- that's the thing is right. Like they, they said the caveat here, and this kind of goes back to the whole idea that a DAO stands for a decentralized autonomous organization, autonomy being that key middle word there but should this go through the wallet that holds these nfts is a multi-sig wallet of four people one of which has voted for liquidation the other three haven't weighed in yet and so there is still this idea this threat that if the three of the four just for whatever reason didn't want to do what the vote told them to i mean in theory they could just be like yeah we're not going to sell it we're not, we're not going to sure. provide our signatures so um but yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I just don't know how much leeway because if you have, you know, six months to liquidate, uh, you, you might have the time and the, you know, the space necessary to try to get that floor price. But no, you're right. It's like it's this is uh, everyone knows exactly what they're holding and they know the situation they're under. So
0: yeah, also, maybe the you problem know. with crypto is it moves so quick. If you're saying, all right, we have to liquidate these over the next six months. I mean, you think in the last month the value's gone from 20 ETH to 100 ETH. What's to say it doesn't, you know, double again or half, you know, it's a Mm -hmm. very, they're very uh, volatile um, assets. So maybe now is the best time to get out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And do the other thing is people are, just might be sick of it. It might be like, you know what, fine. Maybe I can't realize like a 30% jump in value, but I'll, I'll take what I can
0: get just, you know, I'll take my liquid asset rather than sitting in a, a, a treasury where you're hoping eventually it'll appreciate right. value,
1: but like you said, this is probably the most liquid NFT, and I mean, yeah. I, I, at the end of the day, someone's gonna, unless the entire market wanted to try to lowball them. I think they could get something, but
0: no, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, they'll uh, they'll get something yeah. for sure out of it. The matter of if they'll get what they initially wanted, mm-hmm. I guess we'll, we'll we'll follow on this as it right
1: as it because evolves. the the proposal is right on it's on track to pass so
0: correct yeah. it was that 83 percent last time i checked so
1: okay so yeah we might be having
0: more you to, this to story. get a couple of you would have to get some pretty big whales coming in and voting with all their power against it
1: yeah, okay well never say never i guess you're right
0: um, yeah
1: <laughs> well um so i brought uh an nft are you you good to move on
0: Yep. Yeah. Let's talk about yours. Cool.
1: Well, so yeah, so I just brought um, a little look ahead at uh, NFTs going forward, as well as a little bit of a retrospective. So
0: mm,
1: I'm curious to, to see what you think about some of the different forms of NFTs taking shape, maybe some projects you're looking at. But I'll just summarize really the article was talking about uh, where NFTs really began. Some of the issues were the gas wars, people that had to pay so much in gas for transactions, and they they risk so that uh, the gas being lost when the transactions wouldn't go through. Um, there was a time when during the gas wars, which I just feel sounds like Mad Max, uh, the whales could just come in and scoop entire collections. Then lately we've been, you know, they kind of shifted to whitelisting, but uh, in order to get people access to the nfts they want and that tried to fix the transaction failure issue but it also led to kind of people getting bombarded with these like a bit robotic in their executions people being asked to you know retweet force some engagement on social media own other nfts in order to get on these white lists um so it almost became annoying kind of a marketing tactic to a lot of people to that want just wanted to mint and get involved and be able to buy an NFT. Uh, so looking forward, um, while the structure might change from whitelisting to something else, uh, NFTs are moving more into an emphasis on real life functionality and utility, like allowing you, for example, maybe you own an NFT so you get access to the backstage or VIP section, at a music venue or something, just one example. Uh, there's also generative music, so much like you might mint a profile picture, and you get the the code generates an image. It could generate uh, music tied to an image that I, an actual artist, a musician would create and compose. Um, and there's also AI NFTs, which my I, I would like to dive into more. But those are just a couple areas where it seems like uh, NFTs are. Reaching into, have you, uh, looked at any of these music or AI NFTs or are you seeing any other developments in NFTs that um, seem like I really interesting?
0: Really, I've not really gotten into the music NFTs, but I think that is really going to be where the future is. Um, mm-hmm. or one of the futures in NFTs is, you know, having, uh, I think one of the big things is going to be tickets for live events, whether it's concerts yeah. or, um, you know, other sporting events, cause you can cut down, I mean, you're going to cut down on fraud if you're able to get everybody to have their ticket on their phone and it's an NFT. Mm-hmm. Um, afterwards you could, you know, relive the memory. They could have embedded photos or videos or whatever you could put in it that allows you to kind of use that NFT still after the fact, but it's, you know, it's not something where I think one of the problems with NFTs is accessibility and the price of some of these things. I mean, you look at Bay area yacht club, it's $250,000 for a floor one. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. No normal person's going to be able to get in on that. No one's going to want to do NFTs if they all cost that much money. Like there needs to be some sort of a, like you said, a real world use case where these aren't just speculative investments.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. So to your first point, um, the IRL functionality, um, I think is most interesting for me I mean, to your point about, Tickets right now, if you go to so I live in Milwaukee, if you go to a Bucks game, like you they only do electronic tickets, and that's effectively a non fungible token, it doesn't, (laughs) you know, uh, which actually kind of makes me think like Ticketmaster is almost in a way, if you look at it, it's almost like an NFT marketplace. But uh, now I uh, the music NFTs though, I gotta say, like, when you look at the generative profile picture NFTs, like. They work. They like at the end of the day, you still get a picture that doesn't look like a jumbled mess. Uh, Board Ape Yacht Club is a good example. Like you can change like the hat, the background, like all of these different pieces change to still make a cohesive whole. But with music, I just I'm not a musician, but it just seems like you couldn't break down like the bass line, the guitar riff, the drum line like it just doesn't seem like you can break down the pieces randomize them or change them and then recombine them to like a finished product so just i'm curious how a generative music nft would actually work because music's just much more tricky
0: uh yeah i'm I'm with you on that um the only thing i could think of is maybe if you're looking at you know like house and dubstep music where it's more just Beats together kind of thing, where not necessarily like you're having singing and other stuff going on. It's just like you know mm-hmm. a couple of beats put together. You could do stuff like that. But I think as you're getting into yeah. the more complex music, it's gonna yeah, like you said, it's it's almost something where maybe you buy the NFT, and I don't know if generative music's maybe the future, but where you're buying somebody's NFT and then they're releasing an album after the fact, right? On NFT you know, but you're buying You're basically like pre-buying an album type thing.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cause I mean, yes. Uh, if a, if an artist were to actually create, uh, deliberately each of the sounds, musics, the clips they make, then I I'm, I'm on board, but to the generative aspect, it just makes me feel like you're going to end up with like, maybe if you make 10,000 of them, you're going to end up with a handful that sound good or decent. And then, the vast majority are going to sound like someone just like took a nose dive into a band room. And just, <laughs> I, I, I got to hear one. I think that's what it is. I haven't heard one. I don't, I shouldn't be judging them yet, but um, that's where my skepticism comes, I guess. Um,
0: yeah. I think early, yeah. early uh, products may not be the best and hopefully they evolve, yeah, but out. Mm-hmm. you know, that's the thing we're <laughs> so early in the space that I think a lot of this stuff is going to, you know, it's throwing it at the wall and seeing what'll stick. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm
1: also curious if as the NFT categories expand, um, because and this goes back to digital scarcity, like Bored a- Ape Yacht Cub Club is like the biggest thing right now. I think it's fair to say, at least in terms of price. Yes. There is a set amount of scarcity. But if you go outside of that across the NFT space as a whole, it's just exponentially growing. And so I just wonder if Yes, like the scarcity within Board Ape should never change. But I just wonder if the scarcity of NFTs generally become, like it gets so saturated that the new areas make some of the old areas either seem less valuable just because they've been swamped or maybe they achieve the novelty factor of like a 1920s roadster and that they age well. So that's just a dynamic I'm interested to see because we don't know.
0: Yeah, I think it's, it's going to almost be something like how music is where the really good artists from past generations will still be around and still be, you know, those OG people. But, uh, you know, the ones that are maybe just a decent collection or not that great, they're going to fall by the wayside and people are going to move on to the next big thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, will it be like, uh, cars or music kind of like you, your example, or will it be like computers? No one's like sure if you have a mint condition 95 mac maybe that's like selling at a collection somewhere but generally speaking nobody's buying 2000 dells like no one's buying like so just i'm very interested to see how that how that
0: works out but uh, no that's a great point yeah if it's going to be more like uh you're buying a collector car from the 70s that's just cool to look at Mm -hmm. or if it's actually something you're buying to for some value because i know bay area they do have like um, get-togethers and stuff like that, where if you have um, one of the apes, you're able to come into, you know, whatever club or whatever type of party they're having at the time. So there yeah. is oh, okay. the real world benefit, but also it's, you know, it's a $250,000 D F P <laughs> yes. right now. It's, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, prohibitively expensive. Um, well, awesome. Well, I think we're up on time. Thanks.